Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. It's the holiday season 2019 in full effect. Yes. The time of year when we all get together with our loved ones over dinner, spend time exchanging gifts, stuff of that nature. Um, Some of us go into this excited to see somebody receive a gift or enjoy a meal. Or just hang out with family and friends. True, true. No meal, no gifts needed. And some people are dreading this time of year. Um, Just basically because of um, relationships that are not where they could or should be. Yeah. Um, It's a time of year where we should be, you know, reflecting on this past year, um, Mm -hmm. being grateful or thankful for, you know, heck, making it to this point in our lives Mm -hmm. or in this year. But sometimes we're worried about what drama's getting ready to pop off and what somebody's getting ready to say to us and, um, you know, building a, a wall around our hearts to protect ourselves from the things that somebody may or may not say. So this is a time of year where, you know, you really get an in-your-face uh, reflection of what the state of your relationships are, especially in your family. Dang, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's the time where everybody will come together. We're gonna be there. We're kind of forced to be in a in a room together to mm, eat. Mm, mm. And you're right. You can't you you can't avoid it anymore. It's gonna be out there on Front Street. Yeah. So, um, we just want to kind of chat about our experiences um, with the holidays um, since we've been together. Since we've had our blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, from the marriage perspective, from the parenting perspective, um, bringing not just, you know, two people together and children, but really, th- well, for in our situation, three families or three different bloodlines, which correct, yeah, like splits off into six and seven. <laughs> it's just a lot of people um, and a lot of <laughs> attitudes and a lot of opinions. So we're going to kind of dive into our experience and we welcome you um, to share your experiences with us. So yeah, send us, say, uh, leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Uh, Send us an email, DM us, text us if you have our phone number. Mm -hmm. We would love to hear your experiences and or questions. We will feature them on the episode, um, whether it be answering the question or just acknowledging your experience that you share with us for sure and so speaking of that we do have um another question from one of our listeners question number two yeah so we're really excited again thank you so much um for your support um for listening in for sharing the podcast for subscribing we are available on and thank you for waiting for it you know there are times when we get it out there late yeah. And we've gotten texts like, hey, where is it at? Where is it at? <laughs> we really appreciate that. It is um, really encouraging to know that, you know, people are actually waiting for it. They look forward to us dropping it. Yeah, we um, appreciate y'all. So don't don't think that we don't you know. We take those those are moments where it makes us both just kind of smile. Just a little bit like. Um, So please keep them coming. Appreciate it. Yeah, we um, are really um, grateful to be 
um, able to bless somebody else because um, we you know feel like we really went through some tough times and if there's anything that we can do to help somebody else not have to deal um, with what we had to deal with whether it was self-inflicted or you know caused by somebody else then um, we are so glad to do it so I'm glad that you are listening um, and I gla- I'm glad that um, it's relatable so we love y'all we appreciate you um, and please continue to engage on social media voice message and anchor email loveblended2019 at gmail.com um, and by text message or even in conversations we might be um, taking notes when you guys talk to us um, so we can uh, use it for um, an episode idea or um, just to continue the conversation so speaking of that we again have another question um, so let's check out um a question from one of our listeners. A question from one of our listeners. Hey, Brian and Ashley. Uh, my question is, <clears throat> how do you try to incorporate the other parent, the biological parent that doesn't want to be in the child's life? when you are already married and already created your blended family. All right. Thank you so much for your question. Um, So just to reiterate, our listener wants to know how can we incorporate the absent biological parent into um, the what seems to be new blended family. So, Brian, what are your thoughts on that? that question Mm. you can't force a situation on the you know the other biological parent right um so i would i would reach out to them you know set up some boundaries have a few conversations with them um let them make them feel included let them know that you know they still matter. They're still important. You still want to leave that door open. If they don't walk through it, if they don't acknowledge, if they don't um, reciprocate what you're putting out, then that's between them. But you want to do everything in your power to make sure that they know they're welcome. You know, um, any games they're having, um, holiday traditions that you guys have or do. I remember when I was a kid, um, people people thought it was crazy, but. We had Thanksgiving um, up in Virginia. My mom came up with all of my other siblings, and we had uh, Thanksgiving dinner with uh, my mom, all my siblings, my dad, my bonus mom, um, my grandmother, heck, some cousins and friends of the family. And we all, you know, cooked, played games, and Mm -hmm. ate together. Um, So those are some of the things that we could do to make sure that the other parent feels involved and didn't your didn't your mom um stay in the house yeah with she, you all yeah with your um dad and your bonus mom like your family there and like she didn't stay at a hotel no, or we down all, the street or anything mm-hmm. she was in the house with y'all yeah the they prepared um the living room down in the basement for them to all sleep down there and uh yeah we were all you know in the house like i said we played games cooked ate um that was what thanksgiving 2000 and one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah. how, as the as the child in that situation, how did that make you feel? Like I was important. Yeah. 
um, like I was important, you know, look, like looking back at the time, I didn't understand what that meant or what it was. But looking back as an adult, it did. It made me feel important. It made me feel like um, it was just about us, you know, you know, because we didn't want to spend holidays without mom. It was our first year up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, OK, cool. You know, my parents want to make sure that we feel safe and loved. We enjoy the holidays and it let me know also too that it was no bad blood there. You know, you know, as a child That's so important. When your parents aren't together, you're like, you know, they probably don't like each other, A, B, and C. But that showed me that it's no bad blood there. Mm-hmm. Um I had my other three siblings there, um, that was stayed in, you know, they were interacting with a new part of my family. So that was it was just cool. And even to this day, um, you know, that relationship is there between all of my siblings and all my parents because of that interaction. And what, four years ago, we had everybody back at our house yeah. for Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. it is, it's a good feeling when things like that happen for the children. That is good. And it's, it's, that's not always the case. So if you are in a situation where there is bad blood and, you know, it's difficult um, to get the biological parent or, or, you know, involved in the process, just know that you are in our prayers. Uh, we serve a God that is a God of reconciliation. Serve a great God. Um, so, you know, he, he is able to bring, you know, people together. And, but the thing is, they have to make the choice. So I guess that was... All that to say, uh, we will definitely be keeping you in prayer. Um, just as a whole, we are speaking it um, into the atmosphere that there will be um, reconciliation where there's at least um, basic love and respect for each other and for the child um, so that you can have you know, a similar experience because that is wonderful. Not everybody can say that they had you know, all of their family under the same roof um, in a situation like yours um, for a holiday or for any reason. Mm-mm. Yeah, so, you know, I speak birthday parties and graduations with no drama and holidays in Jesus' name. Um, so I, my contribution um, to the conversation um, is just kind of the basic being intentional um, about your um, relationship with um, the biological parent and the child's relationship. Like, you, you can't make somebody do what they don't want to do, especially another adult. If, if the biological parent doesn't want to be involved or doesn't want to be involved on your terms, they don't have to be. But what you can do and what you should do as um, the parent who has custody of the child, um, you know, no matter what that looks like, is to teach the child to love and respect their biological parent. And I think that that's both, you know, the in-home biological parent and the bonus parent making sure that you are talking about that biological parent, the outside biological parent with respect and love and, and love at all. To, even if they're not doing right, <laughs> people are not perfect. Um, but you know, we are supposed to love and we're supposed to forgive. That is not an easy thing to do. Um, and sometimes we don't feel that the person deserves our forgiveness or our love. Um, but we have to remember that forgiveness is not about what somebody deserves. So, uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, did you deserve um, for Jesus to die on the cross for your sins? Did you deserve to be forgiven? Did you deserve to receive grace and mercy? No, likely you did not. I know I didn't. I did. Okay. Brian didn't either, <laughs> y'all, for the record. <laughs> but we have it. So that's our job 
um, is to forgive other people. It is. Is it easy? No. Is it a process? Yes. Um, slow there, process. It, it, but, it is. It takes time. But slow progress is still yeah. progress. Exactly. As long as you're moving one foot in front of the other, that's what it, what matters. So I would just say in regards to incorporating the the quote-unquote absent biological parent the person that isn't there on a regular basis and isn't making what you know a good enough effort <laughs> is to just teach the child but, to wait, love and respect so you that said person regardless real, so could you say something Go ahead, what? good enough effort yeah. so we gotta stop thinking like that okay what because what is good enough effort what if what they're doing is their best or that's all they know okay that's real you know mm-hmm. if 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 all you can eat is a dollar menu cheeseburger, mm-hmm. you're still feeding the kid. True. Ain't no Brussels sprouts, mashed potatoes, and uh, steak, but yeah, the kid's still eating. The kid is still eating, and yeah, and that's right. You know, they're however the person is acting, that's likely the best that they know. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is what we talk about in church today is be the light. Be the light. You know, be an example. Be kind and considerate to the best of your ability. People will push you. People will test you. So I'm not saying be perfect, but what I am saying is um, be as intentional as possible about um, you know what your child sees and and that they know the right thing to do. What you, what you believe is the right thing for them to do. And of course, you know, be led um, by the Holy Spirit. Be led by Christ um, in in what to do in each and every particular situation. Um, we're not telling you to have a child somewhere where they're going to be in danger, um, where they're going to be disrespected. Yeah, let's follow the basics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they're going to, you know, if, if, the, if the environment or the person is just not um, the right person for them to be around alone, of course, you know, follow that's, your gut. That's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's if, completely different. If it's abusive, if it's, yeah. if it's hostile, yeah. if they don't feel safe, they feel threatened. Um, and it's and not Don't force them to go. No, yeah. Just tell them, listen, hey, you may have to. And this is where boundaries are set up. You know, it may be a matter of okay, listen, you guys can do what you do, but maybe you, y'all hang out at Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Maybe y'all hang out at Chick Fil A. You know, that way at least they'll be fed, they safe. They're still, you know, they can still spend time with the child. The child can still spend time with the parent. Um, those are the kind of ideas that we can put out there instead of just saying, you, you know, your space is just not safe for us or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it's a, so many creative ways that we can do things nowadays to still show love um, while setting up boundaries right. um, for our children. That's true. So um, we also talked to your mom, um, Miss Stacy, uh, my mother in love. Um, about her thoughts on this question. So I kind of took some notes when she was talking. So this is paraphrase. Um, but what um, what mom says is to make sure that you mention the parent while talking uh, talking to your child. Talk about the parent's traits and the, the genetics because it's because of that parent. Po- positive traits. Yeah, the positive Don't traits. Don't say, yeah. oh, you act like your daddy in a negative right. way. Mm-hmm. Talk about the positive traits. Yeah. You know? You're smart like your dad. Yeah. You're handsome like you your dad. You cook like your mother. Yeah. Uh, you you throw a ball. No, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> you read like your mom. I'm yes. trying to think of some positive You're eloquent like way. your mom. You go, You're yeah. good with your words. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something. Um, you know, I love your laugh. It reminds me of your dad Ooh, yes you there know, you go 
whatever it is to talk about the positive traits because it's because of that biological parent that your child is who they are yes so you want to make sure that you celebrate the positives in them because they are looking for their identity yeah and Mm -hmm. you know the the parent i mean mostly the father um but you know the mother has a hand in speaking identity into the child so whether we're talking about you know the absent mother or the absent father you want to make sure you talk about those positives about that other parent um she also said don't be afraid to let the child know that they can talk about that biological parent um, especially bonus parents um, because depending on the age of the child they could feel that they are being mean to or disrespecting um, or forgetting about their bonus parent and kids kids just want to be loved they want to be loved and they want to give love and if they think that they're hurting somebody's feelings then they're not going to do something and in our um, listeners case to ask the question even if you didn't have the discussion before the marriage you guys can still have that discussion now you and and your new spouse hey listen um, we need to start allowing you know the chat to speak about the parents they may want to ask the bonus parent questions you know just different things I remember you know Jordan he he had plenty of talks with Ashley um, about his mother or just conversations Mm -hmm. and Again, while it's hard, at, at first you may just have to kind of power through it. Just sit there and, and, and quote unquote and deal yeah. with it, and then yeah. you can go back to the spouse later and say, you know, Bob, this is what happened. It was very uncomfortable. But you, as a parent, as an adult, we gotta do things that we don't like. I.e., go to work on Monday. Yeah. Boom. Okay, <laughs> we we gotta do things we don't like. Wake up and go to work. None of us like it. Yeah. Um, but in this case, doing something that you don't like is actually really going to bless you. Yeah. Because later on, you're going to have, you're you're going to have um, an intimate relationship with this child Mm -hmm. because you allow this child to be free Mm -hmm. with you. They're going to feel comfortable coming to talk to you. Um, They're going to be comfortable celebrating, you know, themselves and even, you know, the the other parent in front of you. And that's just going to make their life so much easier and so much better. Like, you know, Jordan has pictures of his mother posted in his room. And like you said a few minutes ago, like he can talk about her whenever he wants to, to whoever he wants to, to if it's not to Brianna, it's to us, it's to me individually, it's just to his dad individually, if he wants to ask some specific questions. Um, even today, we were shopping for a baby shower gift and he asked about you know, the baby shower for him. Mm-hmm. And what was that like? And how many did you have? And did you get a lot of gifts? So, um, and that's because he feels comfortable being able to do that. And that's great. As the bonus parent, I think that's wonderful. It makes me happy. Um, let's see, what else does she say? Um, so some suggestions that she made for reaching out to the biological parent. So again, you can't force somebody to do something that they don't want to do. But here are just some ideas um so the person may not want to respond because they might be angry or bitter so that's a whole uh, thing (laughs) but you want to make sure that you keep the door open and you keep putting forth the effort um so that the other parent um will um eventually you know have a change of heart and and join in in your efforts to parent the child and again it's going to be hard but we have to think who this is for yeah. is for the child and how we act what we do shapes that child's future right um so if we want our grandchildren 
Mm-hmm. And you got to think, think about this far ahead. Mm-hmm. If you want your grandchildren to come up in a certain way or a certain light, then you have to lay that foundation right now. Most mm-hmm. of us are where we're at right now because we're praying grandmother. Mm-hmm. So right now you have to be the praying grandmother. Or, 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 or the praying grandfather. Yeah. So you have to stop and go, where do I want to be 30 years from now, 40 years from now? Mm-hmm. And what type of relationships do I hope to to have with my child, my adult child and their children? Um, so what um, mom says finally is at the end of the day, everything is about the child. It's not about you. Um, so those are our thoughts on your question, caller. Thank you so much again. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, um, you had some ideas about what they could do to reach out. And you said that you could maybe send pictures to the biological parent, just like consistently oh, send yes. pictures. Oh, yes. So school pictures that you know yeah. that, that you pay for. M- mail them to them. Um, also, um, let them make them aware of any field trips, any any games that are going on. And another thing, too, that I didn't put, I didn't write down there was make sure that parent gets a card on their birthday yeah. and or the from the child from the child and yeah. or a mother's day or father's day card from the child mm-hmm. make sure that the child doesn't um pick up your feelings that you may have towards the parent yeah um, so those are those are a few things that we can do um to keep their relationship going also schedule time to call you know you, you and the other parent get together and say you know you know we're all we all live busy lives a b and c but how about every Sunday at seven o'clock, you guys talk. Mm-hmm. So that way it's marked down the calendar. I'll make sure we'll all make sure that, you know that we are home and ready for the call, whatever. And then to kind of start, it may be awkward at first. It may be hard at first, um, but start there. All you can do is keep your hand out. Yeah, that might not work. It may it may be something else you have to do. Um, but just always keep that door open. Um, but make sure that you and your current, you and your current spouse are on the same page right now. First, mm-hmm. it will not work if you guys are not on the same page. Um, they have to know that they are not being made to feel any kind of way. That you love um, them, and what you're doing is just for the child, nothing else. Yeah, that's good. All right, y'all. So, what are your thoughts? Do you have any? Um, ideas or suggestions um, for the caller um, or do you have um, anything that you want to contribute to the conversation let us know hit us up in the um, anchor voice message app or um, by email or text message or on social media so we appreciate y'all all right so let's get into dive a little deeper into the topic Gonna dig a little deeper. Thank you for all of that. (laughs) Um, Why are the holidays so hard uh, for families sometimes? Grab your shovels because this is a big hole. (laughs) Why are the holidays so hard? Why were they hard for us? Let's talk about that's really what the question is. Uh, Well, first, our family is large. First and foremost, our family is large and not all of our family is in state. Yeah. So that makes it hard because uh, we we switch Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving every year. We do Thanksgiving in Virginia one year um, with my parents and your parents. Mm-hmm. And we split that day, which is that alone is turning into a freaking job. Um, <laughs> and that's because, you know, we're up. 
we prepare for one Thanksgiving, we go there, then we rush through that one to make it th- to a second Thanksgiving, like barely make it there on time, already full, and everybody hasn't eaten yet. Just to rush through that one and race back home because we are beat from just being stretched thin over that. So I, that's I, how it's been in the past. Yeah, in the past, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I know that's one one that makes hard for us. And then the other year we drive down to South Carolina to see um, the other part of my family. Mm-hmm. So then we're I know like me I feel bad because I'm now pulling you pulling you away. Um, to see your family during that holiday because we're, you know, driving down there to spend a few days in that state and then we're coming back. Why do you feel bad? This, we've never talked about you feeling bad. Um, I, I don't, I really don't know. Okay. Yeah, no, that's normal. Like, that's what families do. When and, you, when you get you, married, you have multiple sets of parents. And you so you have it? to split the holiday. Why I do you feel bad? I, I, no, I, I would like to address I can't this. feel bad? No. <laughs> Why? Because it doesn't, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's it. Just is what it is. You can't spend all of your time with one side of the family. We're we're married, so there are. I mean, in a quote unquote traditional family, there would still be two sets of parents that we would have to share the holidays with that the grandkids would want to spend time with. So it wouldn't be fair to be with one side of the family all the time you, in the perfect world. True, mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. right. Okay, so you shouldn't feel bad about that. Okay. We have three sets of parents. Noted. Won't yeah. feel bad anymore. Yeah, just like get over that. Okay, over <laughs> that. Hurdle. Uh, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're messing up my beard. Why'd you do oh that? Oh my gosh, y'all, and this beard. <laughs> Can we talk about how if it wasn't for me, this beard wouldn't be here? I prayed, okay? I anointed okay. the chin. That, okay, I listen, grew this beard. That's not that's not on the sheet, okay? <laughs> mm. Okay. So, why else are the holidays hard, or can they be hard? How I mean, I mean, of course, another reason holidays can be hard is if families don't get along. Yeah. Um. I think that's what makes that that's what makes holiday hard for most people. That's what makes a lot of people dread the holidays. Um, I think that's where like Friendsgiving came from. Because mm-hmm. you know, now nah, I think about it. wrong with a Friendsgiving. Now I think about Friendsgiving wasn't that big, and maybe I wasn't paying attention to it. No, I don't it think it was that big years ago. Maybe five, six years ago. Yeah. But here recently, it's like Friendsgiving, 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 Friendsgiving. You know, every or or Friends Christmas Day. However, you, however they do that, Friends of Christmas. I don't know what they name that at all. Does it have a name? No. Chris Friends. No, Brian. Just Christmas brunch or Christ, something like that. Christian. Nobody's doing that. No. <laughs> That's not a thing. So, um, just but, holiday parties. That's the the f- during Christmas time, people will get together with friends for a party. True. That's it, but they did not spend Christmas Day with friends unless you're like in the military. Or and that's like what that. it's turning into now. Yeah. People are people are spending more time with, with their the family that they um, get, got are, to choose. Yeah, that they got to that, choose. That's what friends are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say the top portion of that is families not getting along, the difference of opinions, um, small things brought up a portion, yeah. but then amplified because you're not you're probably avoiding that person not dealing with the issue. Um, all year and then boom you're forced into this little room for like seven hours mm-hmm. and then you're right back into um, the situation right. so I think that's what makes uh, holidays hard this time of year mm-hmm. outside of the people who you know you know miss loved ones and whatnot. 
Right. That will probably be uh, one and two, two missing loved ones and one family's not getting along. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of emotions at this time of year. Um, and I saw, um, I was reading because I wanted to find a great quote for this episode, which I'll share with y'all in a little bit. Um, but I did see one where um, the person was basically saying to stop worrying about buying all these presents for people um, as a reflection of your love, but just spend the time loving that person. Correct. So I think that people are, are really stressed out during this time of year because they think that um, the type of gift that they get somebody is the measure of their love and they can never you know, you just feel overwhelmed because, you know, this isn't all of my love, but this is all the money <laughs> that I have. Well, I guess people yeah. think I don't love them then. Possibly. Because <laughs> you are off the hook. <laughs> and why are you saying that, Brian? Because you, cause you don't spend a whole bunch of money on gifts? I don't spend what I don't have. I'm not I'm not about to go in debt, go right. broke. and I agree with that. So, you know, this is my budget. I know, and then my family's humongous. We we do have a big. We got a rack. I got a rack of siblings. I got about ten, twelve nieces and nephews, bunch of parents, bunch of siblings. (laughs) (sighs) Nah, it's okay. How many siblings do we have total between the two of us? You have five. No, I have more than five. I have five brothers, two sisters. Uh, Then you have two Two sisters. sisters, So that's and and brother-in-law. Wait, let me think. Yeah, you gotta get, you gotta catch everybody. All right, wait. So five, so I have seven siblings. You have two. That includes. Wait, let me, let me. You have two siblings, okay? Okay. So that's nine. Okay. Then when you throw on uh, their spouses, Mm -hmm. you there are one, two, three, Mm -hmm. four. What I said, nine. Mm -hmm. So then that's we got about fifteen siblings in total. Yeah, when you throw on uh, the ones that married in our siblings, then you throw in all of the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the, all these and nephews. nephews. It's probably about ten to twelve of them. Wow. So yeah. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Ain't that? And unfortunately, our dollars don't stretch that way. Sure does. At this time in life, it is not a rubber band. Mm-mm. It's more like uh, so yarn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people. Uh, and that probably that adds to I think that adds to of course your emotions yeah. when you're stressed out that um, leads you to fatigue and fatigue leads to grumpiness and mm-hmm. being all catty and everything and then there's your family argument right there. So so <laughs> in this holiday edition, mm-hmm. um, one thing I would say is uh, one thing that you and I started doing, which I would recommend everybody does, is we send out Christmas cards every year as a gift. And a token of appreciation to people. Um, so our thing is, if you get a Christmas card from us, consider that a gift. Um, because we do it every year. We try to send it out around the same time of year. And it's, it's something small, but, you know, people don't really send photos anymore. Um, that, that don't come via Facebook, Instagram, or text message. Yeah. But it's nothing like receiving a Christmas card. At the end of the year, yep, saying hey, card. Uh, thinking about you, because you know it, it takes time. You gotta, you gotta pick out that card. You got to sign that card. You have to address the envelope. You have to stuff the envelope. You have to place the stamp on the envelope. Then you have to mail the envelope, and that's that. All that takes time. Why it sounds so minuscule? Like oh, it takes what two seconds? Yeah, but that's still two seconds that somebody has stopped 
to think about you and then, you know, put it in the mail. So let's not really stress out about, oh, I got to get these ladies pair of J's for this person, this and this, these socks or whatever you get the person. Mail them a card. Mm-hmm. Thank That's you. That's just a suggestion. If you are yeah. um, an extravagant gift giver, that is... Um, a blessing and that's a wonderful um, way to spend your time and your money um, unless it's putting you into debt please do not go do not go into debt Um, so what do you think about Thanksgiving this year so in the past let's talk about the past first so we have had um, a pretty rough time um, with holidays in the past Um, and then for about two years so this is 2019 I would say 2016 and 2017 we said that we were going to put a stop to it and we just kind of not separated ourselves but we just really put up boundaries yeah and was like this is what we are going to do this is what we're not going to do just for our sanity so you know we did that um and things seemed to get a little better it definitely wasn't perfect at all there was still arguments and heart heartache um and disappointment um but you know and this is something again people have to be on the same page you know, you have to want to change your attitude. You have to want to change the words that come out of your mouth um, or stop saying the things that, that you've said that cause people pain and discomfort. Um, so, you know, and, and people are people. You're not all going to be on the same page at the same time. So it's a process. Um, so that's kind of a nutshell version of our past. I think that's a pretty clean version of our past. Um, so this year, how do you think it went for Thanksgiving? It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was good. I mean, again, it's not perfect. Um, but, but what day is? N- no day is perfect. Um, and are relationships where they should be? No. Um, but it's better than what, it, what it's been in the past. Um, at least there was, you know, basic respect <laughs> and, and courtesy um, for, for other people in the room. And, you know, when it comes all the way down to it, um, you know, we love everybody. Um, we wish them nothing but the best and that's all you can do because you can't make people think like you you can't make people act like you um, so but all you can do is again be be your best self be the light um, and do what you what you are asked to do and fulfill your own purpose in this world it's pretty general response <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah what do you think all right so with all of that said and thinking about um the coming weeks because we have christmas christmas coming up we have hanukkah kwanzaa are there any other holidays and i mean we say seasons greetings and happy holidays there are other holidays happening i couldn't i couldn't tell you what they are um i think uh, so we have thanksgiving that just passed um Please forgive us if there's any other holidays that we're not considering. But, you know, this is the time of year where, you know, people from all over the world, all different religions are um, taking the time to express their gratitude, um, to give, um, to be kind (laughs) to, to other people, to, you know, pray for peace, to meditate on peace, whatever it is that you do. Um, but I wanted to share this quote, and this comes from J.C. Penney, a world-renowned businessman. I thought it was uh, a story. It's a real no, that's his name. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the J.C. stand for. I used to know a long time ago. Jonathan I don't Christ. remember. Possibly, you know. But J.C. Penney said, Christmas is not just a time for festivity and merrymaking. Christmas. It is more than that. 
It is a time for the contemplation of eternal things. The Christmas spirit is a spirit of giving and forgiving. So, you know, during this time where we are um, expressing gratitude uh, to the people around us and during the time where we are, you know, putting our lists together and preparing to give um, to the people around us, um, however you see fit, um, consider taking making this time of year be a time where you can really sit down and consider the relationships that you have with the people that have been placed in your life and um, take the time to forgive. So I really think that should be the underlying tone for this particular episode. Um, whether it's, you know, a bio, a bio, a, the absent biological parent, um, whether it is, you know, an in-law um, that has done or said something to hurt you um, or to cause you to feel like you don't belong in the family, take the time um, to forgive. Um, it's not for that person, it's for you. Because um, again, forgiveness is not about what somebody deserves. Um, but it's it's about your heart and, you know, and, and your well-being when it comes all the way down to it. Anything else? Anything you want to share? I think you covered it all. Did I? Okay. And this is, again, you know, this is for me as well. This is not just me telling people what to do. This is something that I'm working on um, within myself. So with all that said, what do you think, Brian, creates tension between family members, especially during the holiday? Misunderstandings. That's a, a a lot of basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, again, stress. You know, we're we're stressed out. We're 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 working. We're trying to just give as many gifts as possible. You know, while meeting, you know, making it our ends meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that causes problems, but also too, you know, unresolved issues from decades yeah. before is an you know is another thing. Um, we gotta resolve the issues. Before they turn into volcanoes, yeah. what do we have to do? And typically, you know what? The holidays always amplify the problems. They and, do. And it's gotta, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the stress. Cause sitting here thinking about you, like the holidays just amplify everything. And you know what? It, the holidays are about putting on this picture perfect presentation. That's what it is. Um, That's it. Uh, pictures. Yeah. Um, dinner. Christmas morning, it's got to be picture perfect. So that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's putting on a picture perfect presentation. And when you're in an argument with somebody or you don't like this person or I don't mess with that person, then you can't put on that picture perfect show for the world. Correct. Because, you know, the person is either going to be making a stink face in the background mm-hmm. or they're not going to be in the stink picture at all. face in the background. That's me. That'll be me. I'll be there, but you're going to see my face. And see, not me. <laughs> I do I it show up. So, yeah. Stank face in the background, but yeah, I think yeah, that's what causes attention is you know unresolved issues that and the, we're trying to put on this picture perfect presentation, and then those issues come up right there, but also two just other issues within the family that are going on were going on that weren't resolved as well. Yeah, um, and that's why we have to be intention- intentional about always doing our part in resolving conflict always doing our part um and that's not easy 
especially it all. the family because family they're the ones that will hurt you the most because they know where to do it yeah they know how to do it they know when to do it <laughs> and you know when you're in a, a situation with a blended family you really want to have that tension you know relieved that way you're not putting on a picture perfect presentation but you guys are able to interact together you're able to actually celebrate the holidays together whether that be one parent gets the child the first half of the um christmas morning mm-hmm. and the other the second just to be able to coordinate and work through things to make it easier is what you want to do and when you hold on to that resentment yeah that is again it hinders the growth of the relationships and the family um and for the child yeah i'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because um that made me think about you know some of the things that we do so we talked about you know splitting the holiday um, between you know two families mm-hmm. um, but for a blended family um, maybe think about you know what your traditions are or were um, from both sides of the biological parent yeah families and figure out what's going to work for you maybe you need to make a new tradition so yeah you know when we were together this is what we did when I was little this is what I did when you were little this is what you did um, but now you know there's been separation for some reason you have a child together um so what new tradition can you start because again this is about the child this is about the family and about you know having unity um and togetherness during especially during this time of year so what new traditions can you start like for example this year for christmas um we were like listen like it's just a lot on christmas we never get a chance excuse me wow yes excuse me um, our children rarely get a chance to stay in the house on Christmas Day and enjoy their gifts um, because we are ripping and running in the streets as usual like it's a Tuesday, you know, going back and forth between everybody's house. And it's great. Like we enjoy it, but we're tired when our, we get well, home. Our children. Yeah. And our ch- our children don't necessarily enjoy it. They want to they <laughs> love they, their family. They want to. Get, yeah. And they have looked at us and blinked and been like wow, when do I get to go home and play my new game I got or play with my doll? You know, so what we um, requested from our family this year is that we kind of split it up. So we have a Christmas Eve tradition that we do amongst our family unit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we just, you know, said, hey, can we extend it? So one part of the family, we're going to spend Christmas Eve morning with them because we're all off Mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve, which I'm really excited about this year. So we're going to do brunch with them. They're going to come with us to Christmas Eve service at church. Um, and then and then we're going to go home and do our Christmas Eve tradition together as the four of us. Well, the, there's five of us in our household right now, but us and our children. Um, and then on Christmas Day. We didn't give birth to the fifth oh, person, Lord, okay? Mercy. No, I'm saying I just want to clarify that real quick. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, there are five people in the household right now, but we have two children. Yes. So our our family tradition, we will do that on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, we're going to um, move forward with um, a Christmas tradition from the other side of the family and do Christmas brunch. Christmas brunch. With them after our, you know, our kid, we get up, we read the story of Jesus um, and his birth. Then we open presents then we go for Christmas brunch. And then that way, when brunch is done, we have had our filled, we have fellowshiped, laughed, we made merry, and we're jolly. 
then we going back home and we have the rest of the day to enjoy our gifts, to relax, um, and, and spend time together, um, for Christmas as a, a family unit. Um, so basically I bring all that up to say, consider, um, adjusting your traditions because tradition is just like religion it's just doing something over and over and over again and it's, it may not be relevant anymore <laughs> there yeah. are just some things and that aren't relevant anymore as a kid you know we didn't always um, celebrate thanksgiving and christmas on those days because my mm-hmm. family worked in the health field yeah so we would sometimes do thanksgiving like on the tuesday before yeah. or the friday after <clears throat> same with christmas so again tradition is just about you know what you and your family do together you may have to, you know, I think last year we moved our family brunch to a different day for, you know, for other reasons. And, you know, we all agreed upon it and kept it moving. So just sit down, discuss it, work it out amongst all parties. Again, the end result is about the children. It's about family. It's about enjoying this time of year. Um, so let's make sure that we do everything, everything in our power to enjoy this time of year. Yeah, I agree. All right, so I think that um, that is all for this episode. What do you think? I think that's everything that we wanted to kind of share with you guys. So I think we can go ahead and close out um, in prayer, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, and we say happy holidays. Happy holidays. Wish you well. Happy holidays. And again, we are praying um, not only for our own families, um, but for your families, um, that there is reconciliation um, and that you have that it's stress free um, and that you can actually enjoy the holiday with your family unit and with your extended family. Let's go before the throne for prayer. Dear Lord, we want to thank you um, for our listeners, um, for those that have called in, sent emails, and expressed just appreciation and gratitude towards us. We want, to, we want to thank you for them, Lord. We ask that you just continue to bless every person that listens to the podcast and every family that's represented by listeners. Um, for you know their hearts, Lord. We just ask that you would just continue to bless them, lead them, and guide them, Lord. We pray that um, people would enjoy their holidays, Lord, that they would remember what the holidays are truly about. Um, They're about family and and friends and just love, Lord, and and that we would get away from just putting the holidays alongside of of money and gifts and just um, tangible things, Lord. We ask that the relationship would be mended. Um, this holiday season that families will be able to actually come together and enjoy themselves, Lord, that there will be a, a change of heart um, for every member of families, Lord, that everybody would just do their part uh, to forgive, to move on, um, to enjoy and to laugh. We pray for a forgiving spirit um, for everybody, for all parties, Lord, that we all would be quick to forgive. We would have instant forgiveness so that when something happens, we would forgive so fast that we wouldn't have enough time for our hearts to harden, Lord. We pray for the caller, Lord. We ask that you would continue to lead and guide and protect that family, Lord. Um, Be with them as they walk through this um, time as a blended family, Lord. We pray that um, 
all the parents will be able to come together and understand that at the end of the day, it's all about the child or children. Lord, um, we, we pray protection um, over the child. Lord, we pray protection over um, the grandchildren of this family, Lord, and, and their grandchildren. Lord, we just ask that you would just continue to um, bless all lines, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and just ask that you continue to bless um, us with, with content. Um, bless us with open minds, Lord, um, and just overall good conversation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We'll catch y'all next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.